This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Amen. Our first slide, we're coming out of Isaiah 54 and 10, reading from the Amplified Version. Hallelujah. We know in the previous chapter, Isaiah 53, amen, which is the forbidden chapter, amen, for the descendants of Abraham, hallelujah, glory to God, we know as the Jews today, hallelujah, that um, we see the suffering servant, amen, it reveals that, that God would send the Messiah or Christ to come and die for our sins, amen. And chapter 54 is the outcome of that, amen. It reveals God's everlasting love for, for the Jews, for the Israelites, amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. As a result of hallelujah, God sending his son to die in their place and our place, amen. Hallelujah. So I will say, amen, it's written specifically to the Jews, amen, about uh, how they will be restored, amen, hallelujah, and it's, it's, it's making reference, amen, to the millennial period, but as you always hear me say, amen, hallelujah, God is consistent, amen, if he would do it for his, his descendants of Abraham, amen, he will certainly do it for us, amen, we Gentiles, amen, hallelujah, who have been grafted in, hallelujah, to Christ, hallelujah, through accepting him as Lord and Savior. Amen. With that being said, amen, let's read our scripture. Isaiah 54, verse 10. I'm reading from the Amplified Version, and it reads, hallelujah, and it speaks of hallelujah. Uh, there's a reference to Noah, amen, and not sending the, uh, the flood again, amen, in the same way God's not going to send his wrath, amen, upon his people again. It says, for the mountains may be removed, and the hills may shake. But my loving kindness will not be removed from you. Nor will my covenant of peace be shaken. Says the Lord who has compassion on you. Now let's understand the history of his people through Abraham, the Israelites, had a lot of highs and lows. The Bible goes through the, 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 the various history and the successes and the challenges, the triumphs and the defeats of his people, the Israelites. And they merely just represent us as human beings. And we know we go through our highs and our lows and there are days when we are just on it as a Christian and there are other days where we just miserably below it and we're not really representing Christ as we know we should but here God says as he says to them amen he says to us he says for the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake but my loving kindness will not be removed from you just like his loving kindness will not be removed from the Israelites from the Jews it will not be removed from us we his people through Jesus Christ. Nor my covenant, his, his, his agreement, his binding agreement of peace be shaken. This is a reference to the new covenant. Hallelujah. Says the Lord who has compassion on you. God has compassion on them as he has compassion on us. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. So with all that being said, amen, we're going to look at God today, the God of kindness, covenant, peace, and compassion. This is the God 
we serve. I can tell you, amen, I did not always view him as a God of kindness, a God of covenant, a God of compassion, a God of peace, amen, hallelujah. That was not my view of God, even though I was a minister in his church. And dare I say, there are many in the church around the world that don't know the God of compassion, the God of peace, the God of covenant, the God of loving kindness. Today, we're going to reveal him through his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Join me as I pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord God, that you are continually feeding us and nourishing us, Lord God. And once again, we're in need of nourishment in our souls. The world and our interactions in us have beat us up, hallelujah, and we've experienced hardships and trials and Hallelujah, different difficulties, Lord God. But now today we come before you, Lord God, asking to be nourished, nourished in our souls, nourished in our spirits. But this task that you've given me, Lord God, to execute your word today is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. Nourish your people today in their souls. Nourish those that have joined us online, your people, and those that are interested in knowing more about you, Lord God. Nourish their souls today, we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The God of kindness, the God of covenant, the God of peace, and the God of compassion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Amen. Let's get a better understanding of the words. Amen. Hallelujah. In this title. Amen. In that scripture. Amen. This word kindness. Amen. Or loving kindness in uh, the amplified version is a Hebrew word. Hased. And hased means goodness, kindness. And kindness is the quality of being friendly and generous and considerate. God is friendly, generous and considerate. In other words, he takes you in mind he takes me in mind amen when he does things amen he's considerate it's it has to deal with of god in condescending to the needs of his creatures in keeping the covenant he made with them amen the israelites had a covenant the old covenant now we have a covenant amen hallelujah that by and large most of his people through abraham have not embraced amen but uh you know just a quick aside amen and I want to give them a shout out on this service today. There's a ministry called One for Israel, amen, where there are natives of Israel who are winning many to Christ. Right now, they're 30,000 strong, hallelujah, in Israel, hallelujah, glory to God, looking to spread the gospel, amen, hallelujah. So I am excited about that, hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, if it wasn't for the Jews, amen, none of us would be saved. They delivered to us, amen, hallelujah, uh, the word, amen, starting with Peter, amen, hallelujah. He was called from Joppa, amen, by Cornelius, amen. He was met with a vision, hallelujah, and he went, hallelujah, in the 10th chapter of uh, the book of Acts, amen, and the first Gentiles got saved, hallelujah, in uh, Caesarea, Hallelujah. Let's go on to our next word. So God is a God of kindness and loving kindness. He's friendly. He's generous. He's considerate. And he uh, honors and condescends to the needs of his people through covenant. Let's look at this word covenant. Com covenant 
in the Hebrew is a word berith, amen, and it means and pact. A pact is a formal agreement between individuals or parties, amen. It's a divine promise that there would be no more deluge, amen, and this is the, the reference I made, hallelujah, to uh, what he was talking about in uh, Isaiah 54, hallelujah, glory to God, we was making a reference Amen to Noah. Hallelujah. But a covenant is a binding agreement between God and us where he promises. Amen. Hallelujah. Or makes promises and he keeps those promises. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God. Hallelujah. Is a God of covenant. So if God said it. He's going to do it. He's going to keep it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, see, we as human beings, we, we don't keep covenants. We don't keep promises. Matter of fact, covenant language is really not a part of what we do today. But did you know that when you are getting married, you are making a covenant? And you are speaking in covenantal language. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So in other words, and I'm not, I'm just saying this, uh, you know, I like to be a little bit funny. Amen. Hallelujah. This chair that my wife's sitting in is really my chair. Amen. Hallelujah. But I never really get to sit in it. But we got a covenant. So everything that is mine is hers. And everything that is hers that is mine. Although sometimes a little bit harder for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Covenant. So everything, let's, 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 let's look at the big picture. Everything that's God's is yours. And everything that is ours is supposed to be his as well. Hallelujah. He's a God of covenant. Amen. He doesn't break his covenant. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at this word peace. We're all familiar with this word. It's shalom. And shalom means completeness, soundness, welfare, peace. Peace with God, especially in a covenant relationship. Amen. So this covenant of peace that God had promised, hallelujah, that there would be no more war from his point of view, hallelujah, from his standpoint towards man, hallelujah, man that has accepted his son as Lord and Savior, amen, glory to God, but peace, and not just the absence of war, but completeness, soundness, wholeness that he wants your whole life impacted in a good way hallelujah based on his relationship his promise to you hallelujah we're talking about the god of kindness the god of covenant the god of peace and the god of compassion that's the god we serve hallelujah our last words that we need to look at here are mercy and compassion saints there is a lack of compassion in the world world struggles with compassion and unfortunately the church does too hallelujah but we serve a god of compassion it is a hebrew word rah raham amen it means to love have compassion sympathetic compassion and sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortune of others god is concerned hallelujah for the suffering and misfortune of others this is the god we serve Hallelujah. Usually of God with accusative or relating to his people. Amen. You know, when we go through things, amen, it moves God. 
We may not always be aware in our carnal senses, our five senses, amen, but when we go through something, it moves God. God has compassion for us, and we need to have this mindset, amen. You'll hear me say over and over again, at one point in my life, I thought God was trying to kill me. At that time, I didn't have an understanding of his compassion for me, that ultimately the difficulties that I was going through, he was using to make me. Make me to share the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Making me and bringing me to a place where I had an understanding and could execute sharing the gospel message. Amen. Hallelujah. So now that we've dealt with these words, amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at some scriptures. Amen. To back this up. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The God of kindness. The God of kindness. We serve a kind God. We serve a kind God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. This is Psalm 89. It is written by uh, Ethan. Ethan, excuse me. Ethan was a Levite and a musician. Amen. During the uh, monarchy. And here he's making a reference to uh, uh, David. David had his ups and downs. Amen. Glory to God. And here Nathan is going to, uh, 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 you know, share with us through scripture. Amen. God's point of view towards David. Now, if God did it for David, he could certainly do it for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And it reads in Psalm 89, 33, it says in the Amplified Classic Version, Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not break off from him, him being David, nor allow my faithfulness to fail, to lie and be false to him. So if God will not break off his loving kindness from David, he won't break off his loving kindness from us. So the next time that thought comes into your mind that God doesn't want to be kind to you, amen, tell that devil, hallelujah, to get out of here. And sometimes we need to speak to ourselves, amen, hallelujah, and say, you know what, hallelujah, this is me. This negative thinking is me, amen. Lord, I need deliverance in my mind where I would think that you're not loving and kind to me. We talked about mental issue, mental health issues in the church. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm number one. <laughs> I went through periods of mental challenges, even being an ordained minister, because I didn't understand who God was. We're looking at the God of kindness. Hallelujah. He will not break off his loving kindness or allow his faithfulness to fail you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's not a point where God doesn't have a point of view where he wants to be l show his kindness towards you or be unfaithful to you. If there's any doctrine, any preaching, any understanding other than what's here in his word, it is not God. There was some thinking that I entertained being saved, being ordained, that was not God. Being ordained doesn't uh, excuse you from being human. <laughs> I was still human. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. The God of covenant. It's not, like I said, it's not something we as modern day people, hallelujah, are fully aware of. Amen. But he is a God of covenant. He engages in a binding agreement with us. When we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we said, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, we were engaging in covenantal language. We were entering into the new covenant 
with God by way of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the God of covenant, amen, this, this, this God that keeps his promises and that offers everything that is his to you. And in turn, amen, hallelujah, whether we knew it or not, we were offering everything that is ours or our lives to him, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We're still in that same um, book of uh, Psalm, Psalm 89. We're jumping to the next verse, verse 34. And we know this is a reference to David uh, written by uh, Ethan, the Levite. He says, my covenant will I not break or profane, nor alter the thing that is going out of my lips. So once God makes a, cult, uh, 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 a covenant, he won't break it. He won't break it. Nor will he change or alter the things that comes out of his lips. So God promises it, it, it. It's a done deal. You know, if you're like me, we're so used to people breaking their promises that we start attributing that to God. Hallelujah. He's not that way. We break our promises. As humans, we do. He does not. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. The God of peace or shalom. Hallelujah. The God that wants completeness in your life. He wants you to be sound. He says, for I've not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. God wants this complete and whole. Hallelujah. Whole uh, from a physical standpoint. Whole from a spiritual standpoint. Whole from a uh, uh, an emotional standpoint. He wants us whole. Hallelujah. God of peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And part of wholeness, amen, is that you are whole financially. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to share something with you that happened to me this morning. I was, um, you know, I, as a human being, I always look for how can I get to a e get an edge and, you know, get myself up you know, in a different place and stuff like that. And I, you know, I try to look for little side hustles that I could do outside of the church in my normal job. Hallelujah. Something I could do in my spare time. And, uh, you know, there's all kind of ideas and there's all kind of things to do out there online and things like that. And God uh, just reminded me of the scripture of seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things should be added unto you. Now I'm talking about me. I can't speak for your relationship between you and him and and what's going on with you and him, amen, glory to God. But in other words, he was saying to me, keep doing what I'm leading you to do. Keep your focus on me, and I will add these things to you. So he's concerned about finances and all that, but for, for my standpoint, I can't speak for you, it's just, just keep your focus on me, and I will bless you in ways that you have no understanding of. Hallelujah, that go above and beyond. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. So the God of peace. Next slide, please. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Very famous scripture. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Here Jeremiah is speaking to the exiles who were in Babylon. Let's remember that the Jews had, uh, specifically the, uh, uh, the, the kingdom of Judah, had fallen out of favor with God. They had worshipped other gods. They had done a whole lot of other things uh, over a number of years. Amen. And God allowed them to be conquered by the Babylonian Empire, by Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian Empire. Hallelujah. And Jeremiah, being the prophet during the time, uh, wrote to 
of the exiles, those that had been taken away to Babylon. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he said a lot of things in uh, previous verses. But here he's letting them know about the heart of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he says to them, hallelujah, this is the amplified version, Jeremiah 29 and 11. He says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you. Now, understand this. These people are in exile. We had been taken from our homes. We have viewed the temple, which at that time represented where the presence of God was in the Ark of the Covenant. We have had all these promises of God, hallelujah, glory to God. And now we are finding ourselves in a foreign land without hope. Anybody been in a place without hope? And here God, despite their disobedience and him allowing them to be conquered by the Babylonians, uses Jeremiah to reach out to them and says, I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you. He's here trying to give them peace or shalom, says the Lord. Plans for peace or shalom and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. So in other words, he was saying to them, listen, I have not forgotten my promise to you that despite that you had to go through this and I had to chastise you through the Babylonians. Amen. I still have plans of peace and wholeness for you. So, saints, despite what we go through, amen, that we were at our lowest point, amen, my lowest point, amen, is when I was entertaining thoughts of suicide. God still had plans for me. God still has plans for you. A future and a hope. Shalom. Plans of peace. Total wellness. Your body, your mind, your spirit. Your finances. Hallelujah. Anybody going through a tough time now? God's got plans of peace for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. At your lowest point, God's got plans for you. A future and a hope. Hallelujah. It may not look good right now, but God's got good plans for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As he had good plans for the Israel, for the, uh, for the kingdom of Judah and all its people, he has good plans for us because God is consistent. If he did it for them, he'll do it for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We're moving right along. The God of compassion. The God of compassion is a God of compassion. He sees what you're going through that's difficult, and he wants to be generous to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Psalm 103 and 8. This is a psalm of David. We know David means beloved of God. Hallelujah. And David says, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in compassion and loving kindness. In other words, he is Full of compassion. He's moved by the things that we go through. It doesn't surprise him what it, we go through because he's omniscient. But he's moved by compassion. He wants to help us. He wants to bless us where we are challenged at, what we are going through. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, this world is going through this pandemic. Amen. God's moved by compassion and wants to bless even during this challenging time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's deal with this slow to anger. God's not angry with us. Now, this was written during the Old Testament. God exhausted his anger already. And he exhausted it on the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So all that anger, you think he's towards you? He has towards you because all you and I have done, he poured that out on Jesus at the cross. God is not angry at us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. During the Old Testament, he was slow to anger. Now he's poured out his anger on Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For you and five, for you and me. Hallelujah. For me and you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Now this brings us to a question. Now, Brother Pastor, you've talked about all these things that relates to either the Israelites in general or to the tribe of Judah or the kingdom of Judah. Now the question is, how does God's kindness, respect for his covenant, peace, and compassion impact us today? We're not ancient people that lived, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago. How does all this impact us? How does this make a difference in my life? Because, you know, David's all good and all that, but I'm worried about me. Let's take a look at it. Amen. Next slide. Coming out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 6. I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version. Amen. Because it presents it in a way that we can understand with our modern minds. Amen. Glory to God. Now, the book of Hebrews is really all about the writer. We're not sure who the writer is. Convincing... Hebrews of his day that he was talking to about the lordship of Jesus Christ, that his lordship uh, it transcends angels, that his lordship transcends Moses, that his lordship transcends uh, an attempt to keep the law. His lordship is, is, is preeminent. Amen. Hallelujah. And here in this chapter, amen, uh, he presents Christ as our high priest. Amen. Let's read. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse six says, but Jesus has been given a greater work to do for God. He is the go between for the new covenant. Saints, we live in a new covenant. We are new covenant believers. We can read the Old Testament. We can read all about the old covenant, but we don't live in the old covenant. We live in the new covenant. So when we read the Old Testament portion of the Bible, it should be with the new covenant understanding. We live in the new covenant. Jesus is the go-between for the new covenant. This covenant is better than the old one. So the promises he made to the Israelites, to Judah, Hallelujah. Well, wonderful as we just read. Hallelujah. But the covenant or the agreement that we're in right now is better than that one. The new covenant is based on better promises. We got better promises. We, we, we learned that he's the God of uh, kindness and covenant and peace and compassion. But we live in a, 
and, 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 and a covenant of, with better promises than even that. Next slide, please. We're reading verses 7 and 8. It says, suppose nothing had been wrong with the first covenant, then no one would, be, would have looked for another covenant. But God found fault with the people. The problem with the old covenant is that it was dependent on the good behavior of the Israelites and them being human, just like you and I know about ourselves. Hallelujah. We can't be perfect. Hallelujah. In our own strength every day, all day. It's a problem with a covenant based on works. And the church, because we've lacked the understanding of the separation of the two covenants, amen, hallelujah, have, have based Christianity on works, and it's wrong. We live in a new covenant with better promises, the covenant of grace, the covenant of peace, shalom. We go on. He's, he said, the days are coming, announces the Lord. I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel. I will also make it with the people of Judah. Hallelujah. I spoke about earlier that we got saved hallelujah, by benefit through the Israelites, the disciples, Paul, and everyone who's followed after them. Next slide, please. Verses 9 and 10. Said, it will not be like the covenant I made with their people long ago. That was when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt. This is referring to the old covenant, amen, that was established at Mount Sinai. My new covenant will be different because they didn't remain faithful to my old covenant. This is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel after that time, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind by way of the Holy Spirit. I will write them on their hearts by way of the Holy Spirit. I will be their God and they will be my people. Next slide, please. Verse 11 says, people will not teach their neighbor anymore. They will not say one to another, know the Lord. That's because everyone will know me. Everyone will know him because he lives inside of us as Christians. By way of the Holy Spirit. For, from the least important to the most important, all of them will know me. And in the next slide, amen, is, you've heard me read this many, many times or quote it many, many times, is the main clause of the new covenant, amen, and the new testament portion of the Bible, hallelujah, and our final scripture today, and I'm going to wrap it all up, hallelujah. Next slide, please, Hebrews 8 and 12, he says, for I will forgive their evil ways. I will not remember their sins anymore hallelujah the king james says for i will be merciful unto their unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities will i remember no more only a god of hallelujah kindness covenant peace and compassion amen hallelujah will forgive us of all our unrighteousness and not remember our sins and iniquities anymore. This is new covenant, hallelujah, glory to God, language, hallelujah, in Hebrews 8 and 12, hallelujah, and it, and, and, and it exemplifies that we serve a God of kindness, a God of covenant, a God of peace, and a God of compassion, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, that is considerate of his people if he did it for the israelites he'll certainly do it for us that came to belief in him and relationship with him through jesus christ 
Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we got to deal with some mindset issues. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, A, God's not angry at us. God, hallelujah, those questions. God, where are you? Now, I understand because I've, I've had those questions in my mind as, as well. God is there and has compassion for us. There are times he has to allow us to go through that shadow of the valley of death. There's some difficult things I have gone through the last couple of weeks. Hallelujah. That God has just saw me through. I want to be careful as I share this testimony. I was going through some stuff in my work life. And the other day, uh, an administrator where I work came to me and says, the superintendent wants to see you. And the first thing that got in my mind is, uh-oh. <laughs> what did I do? That's that negative thinking. That's that human negative thinking. And then quickly, God kind of reminded me not to think that way. And I went to the office to, to, uh, to meet her. Amen. It was six other people in there. And, you know, she said it was a pleasure to meet me. And we had a lovely conversation and stuff like that. And she needed my help with the situation. Hallelujah. Saints, you never know when God's going to put you in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. God, despite the challenges I had gone through prior to that in my work life, God had a door waiting for me to meet the leader of the district who I didn't even knew, knew my name and said, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm saying all that that Saints, despite what we're going through, there's a door that God has for us to be in the presence of people we didn't even consider. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because he's a God, hallelujah, of kindness and covenant, peace and compassion. And he knows the plans he has for you plans of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. Saints in our darkest hours, look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He's got you. He's got you. There are things in my natural life that are all kind of bearing down on me, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking to Jesus. I'm looking to Jesus. In the past, I would have looked to God, why are you doing this to me? He just wants to reveal his power in my life. He just wants to reveal his power in your life. In your darkest moments. What did David said? If I make my bed in hell, you are there. Hallelujah. Be encouraged. In this year breakthrough. Before your breakthrough happens, there's always a darkness before that the enemy is trying to discourage you. He doesn't want you to share your testimony about Jesus. He doesn't want you to tell the world that, hallelujah, there's an opportunity for them to be forgiven of all their sins. 
It's lost you. You're going to heaven already. Hallelujah. But doesn't want you to spread it to anybody else. Doesn't want you to be encouraging to anybody else. Hallelujah. Doesn't want you to tell the world that you serve a God of kindness and covenant, and peace and compassion. Hallelujah. Because if that got out the bag, hallelujah, glory to God, there'd be millions to be one to Christ. Hallelujah. I'm getting a little deep off the end here, hallelujah, but our Lord and Savior is soon to make us return. I, don't, I can't tell you the day, I can't tell you the hour, I can't tell you the year, hallelujah. But part of the breakthrough that he wants to give us is an impact on the community in a way that they've not been impacted before. They've been, they've been in church, but they've not been impacted by Jesus and the knowledge that they have been forgiven by, the, uh, they have the opportunity if they're unsaved, or if they are saved, that they've been forgiven of all their sins. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The God of kindness, covenant, and peace, and compassion. I'm done. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God wants us to be the most joyful people on earth now it's not going to happen because of circumstances it's going to come because of our understanding of who he is hallelujah and that we are his amen and that no matter what circumstance or situation we find ourselves in he has got us it doesn't mean that life will just be a bed of roses and that you won't go through anything on the contrary hallelujah jesus said in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer i've overcome the world hallelujah Glory to God. So we're going to go through things, but he's there with us. Amen. He's got us. So when you go through those difficult things, don't blame God. Know that we live in a fallen world. Amen. Amen. This is not heaven. You, you guys hear me say this all the time. We live in a fallen world. Let me leave with this last point, and I know y'all don't like this one. Hallelujah. Man is inherently evil. Change your expectations. So now when I'm mistreated by someone, not that I like it, not that it feels good, I understand that this person is not capable of being as God would have them because they don't have Jesus in their lives. Hallelujah. Even if this person is saved, they don't have the knowledge of fully of who they are in Christ. Amen. With that understanding, I'm able to go through my day Amen. Hallelujah. And not be knocked down. Hallelujah. By the difficulties of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Be encouraged. God is on your side. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you have been impacted by this message today. You online. Hallelujah. You want to know this God of kindness, this God of covenant, this God of peace, this God of compassion. You want to join the family of God. Hallelujah. Life has thrown you a lot of curveballs. Hallelujah. And difficulties and challenges. But God wants you to be impacted by his goodness. Amen. If that is you, please. Hallelujah. I encourage you to say these words with me. Hallelujah. And be blessed. Amen. Say these words. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for my sins. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you believe what you said, you were sincere. 
Uh, when you said it, amen, hallelujah, say these words, say amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are now saved. You have access to all the promises of the Bible, hallelujah. You have access to God being compassionate towards you, kind towards you, showing his peace towards you, hallelujah, showing his loving kindness towards you, hallelujah. All those things are yours through the person of Jesus Christ. And I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. But listen, now we need your help. We need everybody's help. We want the gospel to continue to be spread. Amen. Hallelujah. And in this fallen world, we need money. Hallelujah. That's just what the world system is right now. And during this current time, hallelujah. So hallelujah. If, if God is leading you, if you feel an a, a, a impulse inside of you, amen, to give, a, a drawing to give, amen, hallelujah. There are three ways that you could help us to continue to share the gospel, to, to invest in this church, to invest in the Living Waters Christian Center and all it's doing in its efforts to spread the gospel, amen. The first way is you can give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a tax-deductible donation there on our website. That's once again on your screen. It's lwcc. Uh, grace.org forward slash donations. The second way, if you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions, is you can give by mailing in a donation to the Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. You can give a tax-deductible donation through the mail. Please don't send cash. You can send a check or money order through the mail to, once again, the Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. And someone will go and retrieve your offering and sow it into the church. Someone from the church. Amen. The third way, amen, is you could come and be with us in person. Amen. You can fellowship with us. We have our worship from 11 to 1130, our worship service, and then we go into our word service. Amen. That you're a part of. Hallelujah. Uh, at 1130 a.m. We'd love to see you here. We're socially distanced. Amen. Holiday. We have proper ventilation here. We have an overflow room and overflow TV. We're taking temperatures at the door. We have sanitizer. Amen. And there's been no incidences of coronavirus transmission here at the church. Amen. Holiday. We're following the CDC guidelines. We'd love for you to come and fellowship with us in person. Amen. Hallelujah. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me pray over the offering. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we can do the benediction. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed we sow. We sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We sow it because we love you. Hallelujah. We sow it because we want others to hear the good news about your son, Jesus Christ. We want others to know that you're the God of uh, kindness, the God of covenant, the God of peace, and the God of compassion, Lord God. Have your way in us and through us as we sow to promote those ideas about you in the name of Jesus. Let us reap some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold, some a million-fold return that we might be blessed to be a blessing to others. We thank you today and we praise you in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today at the Living Waters Christian Center. We'll be back at 11.30 a.m. next week. God bless you. God loves you. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.